day to you, this day, which is Saturday, uh, January 15th, 2022. I am Pastor Neil Lemus, and this is your daily scripture meditation. As you notice, we are jumping straight to the scripture readings today. And the reason to do that is because I, for the Saturday recordings, I want to kind of keep it a little bit shorter, and I want to get a little bit more text kind of as a catch-up for the week from before. So we're going to jump right into that. Uh, like I said, we're going to start in Genesis chapter 7, verse 1, where we left off yesterday. So let me get this onto the screen. All right. So it says, Then Yahweh said to Noah, Go into the ark, you and all your household, for I have seen that you are righteous before me in this generation. Take with you seven pairs of all clean animals, the male and his mate, and a pair of the animals that are not clean, the male and his mate, seven pairs of the birds of the heavens also, male and female, to keep their offspring alive on the face of all the earth. For in seven days I will send rain on the earth for forty days and forty nights, and every living thing that I have made I will blot out from the face of the ground. And Noah did all that Yahweh had commanded him. Noah was 600 years old when the flood, of, the flood of waters came upon the earth. And Noah and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with them went into the ark to escape the waters of the flood of clean animals and of animals that are not clean and of birds and of everything that creeps on the ground. Two and two, male and female, went into the ark with Noah as God had commanded Noah. And after seven days, the waters of the flood came upon the earth. In the six hundredth year of Noah's life, in the second month of the seventeenth day of the month, on that day all the fountains of the great deep burst forth, and the windows of the heavens were open, and rain fell upon the earth forty days and forty nights. On the very same day, Noah and his sons, Shem and Ham and Japheth, and Noah's wife and the three wives of his sons with them entered the ark, they and every beast, according to its kind, and all the livestock according to their kinds, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth according to its kind, and every bird according to its kind, every winged creature, they went into the ark with Noah, two and two of all flesh in which there was the breath of life and those that entered male and female of all flesh went in as god had commanded him and yahweh shut him in the flood continued forty days on the earth the waters increased and bore up the earth ark and it rose high above the earth the waters prevailed and increased greatly on the earth and the ark floated on the face of the waters. And the waters prevailed so mightily on the earth that all the high mountains under the whole heaven were covered. The waters prevailed above the mountains, covering them fifteen cubits deep. And all flesh died that moved on the earth, birds, livestock, beasts, all swarming creatures that swarm on the earth and all my mankind. Everything on the dry land in whose nostrils with the breath of life died. He blotted out every living thing that was on the face of the ground, man and animals and creeping things and birds of the heavens. They are blotted out from the earth, 
Only Noah was left, and those who were with him in the ark. And the waters prevailed on the earth one hundred and fifty days. Chapter 8 But God remembered Noah, and all the beasts and all the livestock that were with him in the ark. And God made a wind blow over the earth, and the waters subsided. The fountains of the deep and the windows of the heavens were closed. The rain from the heavens was restrained. and The waters receded from the earth continually. At the end of a hundred and fifty days, the waters had abated. And in the seventh month, on the seventeenth day of the month, the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. And the waters continued to abate until the tenth month. In the tenth month, on the first day of the month, the tops of the mountains were seen. At the end of forty days, Noah opened the window of the ark that he had made, and sent forth a raven, and went to and fro until the waters were dried up from the earth. Then he sent forth a dove from him to see if the waters had subsided from the face of the ground. But the dove found no place to set her foot, and she returned to him to the ark, for the waters were still on the face of the whole earth. So he put out his hand and took her, and brought her into the ark with him. He waited another seven days, and again he sent forth the dove out of the ark. The dove came back to him in the evening, and behold, in her mouth was a freshly plucked olive leaf. So Noah knew that the waters had subsided from the earth. Then he waited another seven days and sent forth the dove, and she did not return to him any more. In the sixth month, in the six hundred and first year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried from off the earth. And Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked, and behold, the face of the ground was dry. In the second month, the twenty-seventh day of the month, the earth had dried out. Then God said to Noah, Go out from the ark, you and your wife and your sons and your sons' wives with you. Bring out with you every living thing that is with you of all flesh, birds and animals and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, that they may swarm on the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. So Noah went out and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with them. Every beast, every creeping thing and every bird, everything that moves on the earth went out by families from the ark. Then Noah built an altar to Yahweh and took some of every clean animal and some of every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And when the Lord and when Yahweh smelled the pleasing aroma, Yahweh said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground because of man, for the intention of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I ever again strike down every living creature as I have done. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, Cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, shall not cease. So I'm going to stop for a moment here. There's a few things I want to talk about. The first question is, is how is it possible that there would be this massive flood? Well, there are some evidences for this. Um, the first evidence is um, that other, other cultures of the same time period report witnessing a flood. Um, the most well-known one is the tale of Gilgamesh. So it does appear that 
the ancient world was familiar with the Great Flood, even outside of Judaism, or the, Hebra the Hebrews. The second um, thing is, is that there is evidence in these mountains that at one point they were underwater. They have found um, the remains of, they found the skeletons of fish at the very heights of the mountains. There are effects in the salt that only makes sense if it, sense if it was at one point underwater. Um, so there is evidences out there that this flood did happen. And it also does makes it does kind of explain why all of a sudden people's lives should have been started being shorter. Because with all that water, naturally a lot of uh, mold and disease and all that stuff would have brewed up, which would have caused life expectancy to shorten quite significantly. Um, and then the question kind of, there's, so, and then the final question is, some people might ask is, why did God do this? And some people might argue that God was being evil. And really, God has the right to do this because he's God. He's holy. He's righteous. We are not. Whenever we ask that question, we make the mistake of thinking that we don't deserve this. Because we do. We too are sinners. We too deserve the destruction that happened here in Noah's days. But it's only by God's mercy and grace that we don't receive it. So the question isn't why did it happen to them. The question is why didn't it happen, it happen to others? The question isn't, similarly, the question isn't why do good things happen to, why do bad things happen to good people? The question is, why do good things happen to sinners, which is all of us? So, let's keep going to chapter 9. God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. There's that commandment all the way from the first, from uh, Genesis chapter 1. That command is restated. Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. That is the command of man to men and women. The fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth, upon every bird of the heavens, upon everything that creeps on the ground, and all the fish of the sea. Into your hand they are delivered. Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. And as I gave you the green plants, I give you everything. But you shall not eat flesh with its life, that is, its blood. And for your lifeblood I will require a reckoning. From every beast I will require it, and from man, from his fellow man, I will require a reckoning for the life of man. So, notice the twisted, notice how things are a little bit twisted from Genesis 1. In Genesis 1, God just promised the vegetation. Now, he is promising every moving thing, though it's the animals. Animals will flee for them. Think about it. the animals who were in the ark protected by man. The animals who in Genesis 1, man was naming them. And he had a relationship with the creatures. And now they fear him. They dread him. And as he feasts on him. See, this is the further corruption of the sinful, a fallen sinful world. All right. It's kind of, it's weird thing. It's that. So is eating meat a sinful thing? No, because God gave every moving thing that lives 
for food. But it is a consequence of sin. If there were, we weren't in a sin-fallen world, we would not eat meat. But we do eat meat because we're in a sin-fallen world. It's kind of a, it's a consequence. Anyways, whoever sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed. For God made man in his own image. And you be fruitful and multiply, increase greatly on the earth and multiply in it. Verse 6 reminds you. Be very, very mindful of how you treat others, because everyone you come into contact with was created in man's in the image of God. So be loving, compassionate, and obviously don't murder. Take seriously what it means to defame or um, hurt someone's life unnecessarily. Remember, they are made in God's image. We should treat one another as such. Then God said to Noah and to his sons with him, Behold, I establish my covenant with you and your offspring after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the livestock, and every beast of the earth with you, as many as came out of the ark. It is for every beast of the earth. I establish my covenant with you, that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. God said, this is the sign of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you. For all future generations, I have set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow is seen in the clouds, I will remember my covenant that is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh, and the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. When the bow is in the clouds, I will set it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant that I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. The sons of Noah who went forth from the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham was the father of Canaan. These three were the sons of Noah, and from these the people of the whole earth were dispersed. Noah began to be a man of the soil, and he planted a vineyard. He drank of the wine and became drunk, and lay uncovered in his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brothers outside. Then Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it on both their shoulders and walked backward and covered the nakedness of their father. Their faces were turned backwards, and they did not see their father's nakedness. When Noah woke from his wine and knew what his youngest son had done to him, he said, Cursed be Canaan, servant to servant shall he be to his brothers. He also said, Blessed be Yahweh, the God of Shem, and let Canaan be his servant. May God enlarge Japheth, and let him dwell in the tents of Shem, and let Canaan be his servant. After the flood, Noah lived three hundred and fifty years. All the days of Noah were nine hundred and fifty years, and he died. So that person, Canaan, keep them in mind, because they're going to be major players in the scriptures as we read through the book of Genesis. So... 
there we are. And that's where we're going to end for the day. Uh, blessings on your Saturday. And we will pick this up again on Monday. So, uh, but let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we give you thanks that for your your covenants, your promise. You made the promise to Noah and his family that you would not cast your judgment to destroy the earth and you have in a in a flood or storms or whatever and you have kept that promise furthermore that you just as you have saved Noah and his family eight persons and all in the waters of the flood so also you save us through the waters of baptism and you bring us into the ark of the Christian church where we are saved from judgment and we look forward to the day of the resurrection of the body, the life of the world to come. We pray, give thanks for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. We conclude with the hymn of the week. Hopefully my computer behaves on this one. It didn't behave yesterday. And it cut off the hymn again. Um, I don't know what's going on with my computer right now. I think there's, I'm guessing there's some type of an update or something where something in the software this causes. My computer typically doesn't do this, act like this, but it has been. Either way, we're going to.